All right. So, uh, David, you know, everybody's on quarantine. They just locked down Nashville. They did. Um, I had a very lighthouse moment earlier where I was mm-hmm. like, how long have I been on quarantine? Two days, <laughs> two hours, a year, my entire life. It had been 15 minutes, so I'm doing great. Um, I'm handling very, very well all the stress and coping very well with this quarantine. Um, well, I... I think as long as you haven't like gotten just shit face obliterated drunk and like beat the ever living piss and life out of a out of a seagull, then I think you're doing a little bit better than some. <laughs> Quite true, um, but that may just be because seagulls are not native to the Nashville, Tennessee area. <laughs> sure, but you know you can still do the the whole getting drunk part, and you, ha- as far as I know, you haven't done that yet. That's and true. Uh, I, I tip my cap off to no, you. Sir. No plans either. So, um, I'm counting it as a victory. I'm counting it yes. as a victory. Yeah. Uh, somebody at work asked me how it was going, and I said, "Have you ever seen the movie The Shining?" <laughs> and they didn't get yeah, it. Like- that, that fucking meme where uh the, you know they're in the car driving up the uh, the hill uh or the mountain and it's like you know what what's it gonna hurt you know a couple couple weeks or a month in uh in isolation yeah um i've always wanted to recut the shining as like a zany comedy i feel like it's there it's oh have that. you have you seen like that youtube video exists like it's, it. it's just called shining and so, like, they recut it to where to make it look like a family film. See, <laughs> it's See? so fucking it's an funny. Old idea. Yeah, you have to go watch it after after what we're done recording. I'll do that. Uh, anyway, back to the task at hand. So right. David and I spoke earlier about our various um, mind losingness because of the quarantine and whatnot, and we decided, hey, let's do an episode talking about what we're doing to try and stay sane. It's working right. wonderfully, can't you tell? <laughs> Yes, it's uh, it, it's shining through all eh? all orifices eh? and speakers. That's, ah! a, that's a that's a that's two puns in one. Yes. So yeah, uh, hit the music, David. Let's get this shit show on the road. All right. Boop. Anyway, so uh, since we did such a great job introing the episode and totally talked about what it was going to be about, um, what have you been doing uh, as your survivor's guide to social distancing, David? Well, Theodore, I'm so glad you asked. Um, I have been catching up on my reading. I have been reading, uh, let's see, I I got through uh, Batman Year One. Um, mm-hmm. As per your suggestion, uh, of course, yeah, we, we talked about that during our Batman episode that we did last week. And uh, I was very enthused that the comic book store had it in stock. So I went ahead and grabbed it. I took that as a sign that it must be. So picked it up, read it in a couple days, and uh, it's pretty, pretty great. Um, I think you, during the episode, you mentioned something about how year one is kind of like a... Um, it's definitely a Batman comic book, but it's more told through the eyes of Jim Gordon. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's definitely correct. And while I haven't read a lot of Batman, this was definitely a cool book to read that is, which was from his perspective. And, you know, of course still had Batman in it, but it was, it was just neat to see it like, 
told through the eyes of Jim Gordon, especially when he's like brand new to Gotham. And, you know, of course, he's like the good cop who, uh, you know, has the the good moral compass. And he's quickly realizing that all these, you know, fucking douchebags, which I believe is the the correct psychological clinical yes, term that is for the all these term. crime fam- crime families, um, they you know they're they're all tie in with the police and they they all have deals cut and all that and he's like hmm something doesn't smell right yeah and and then yeah shit shit starts to go sideways but yeah i like i said i finished it in a couple of days and it was uh, I, I loved it i'm i'm definitely it makes me want to go read more uh, frank miller in particular like i uh, yeah um prepare to be let down <laughs> no uh, i mean I, that's that's like half of a joke i frank miller is like the stuff that he's remembered for is really good. And then there's all the rest of it that nobody talks about. Sure. Uh, I, I mean, like Sin City, that's that's kind of like classic Frank Miller, right? For sure. I mean, there's the stuff like Sin City, in my opinion, is his best work. Um, okay. You know, as if I'm some sort of leading voice on it. I think a <laughs> lot of people probably share that opinion. Sure. Yeah, uh, that's, that's definitely going to be my next frank miller uh, book that i dive into just because it's uh, like you said and like i've kind of alluded to it seems like that's some of his classic work and plus i'm i'm just overall fan of the the movie and i uh, I, i've heard uh, you and i talked about this previously like just me skimming through sin city the book and then comparing it to the movie it seemed like a super accurate like adaptation and i was like it makes me want to go back and read the graphic novels now yeah um if i remember correctly the director robert rodriguez um actually used the books as like storyboards yeah yeah that that totally makes sense with just the way the movies were shot and uh, and edited it's been several years um but i remember that movie came out like 2005 i think so oh yeah uh at that time a lot of people were sort of doing breakdowns. This is like pre YouTube pre. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. Oh, yeah. But anyway, they were doing kind <laughs> of like, uh, blog breakdowns of literal like panels from the book compared to their live action scene. And they were in some cases, particularly some of the shots that didn't have human actors in them. You were like, right, Holy like, shit. like shot for shot. Almost. Yeah. Like I don't, I don't, it was difficult to tell like which was which. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's um, great. Yeah, I, I love Sin City. It's still one of the best two or three comic book movies, in my opinion. Yeah. I even like the sequel. Yeah. I, I'm I, the only one that did, but I, did, <laughs> I damn sure do. No, uh, now there's two people that like the sequel because I, I enjoyed it too. I definitely didn't enjoy it as much as the original. No, but it's definitely not uh, as good, but uh, there are several of us that enjoy it, apparently. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, you know, if, if you're listening to this episode and you also enjoyed the sequel that came about like 10 or 15 years later after the first one came out then hit us up and let's have a conversation about it. Yes. Even and if then you didn't we can like talk it. about uh, how we're trendsetters and we uh, <laughs> can ride that wave of mediocrity and popularity for bringing that back. Right. Um, but yeah, comic books and I kind of got back into a little bit of video gaming. Uh, I picked up the uh, DLC for horizon zero dawn on PS4. Mm-hmm. So I kind of been playing through that. So it's kind of been kind of been cool and nice to get back into video gaming um, for for a little bit using this opportunity to do that so uh, but anyways what uh what about you yeah um so i've been reading some i've, I've been reading um boring adult books i guess oh, okay um a lot of history stuff but uh 
in terms of things more relevant, I guess, to the podcast and, and people that would listen to it, something tells me that uh, that's not it. But uh, <laughs> I, I want to know about the history books that you're reading. Well, um, I will tell you briefly. I read. Um, Is it the history of the ladder? How did the you history know? of the <laughs> the history of the ceiling fan? Yes. Uh, no, I, I read, uh, or I haven't finished it, but I'm reading The March of Folly from uh, Barbara W. I think it's pronounced Tuchman, 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 Walkman. Not really sure how you say her last name. Um, but she okay. was a fantastic author of uh, of history and, and nonfiction. She won the, the Pulitzer Prize. I can't remember okay. what, but uh, she was fantastic, very intelligent, very great writer. Uh, so I've been reading through that. Right on. Um, I... Based on our Star Trek episode, I was like, I'm going to rewatch The Next Generation. <laughs> and uh, I have remembered very vividly that me as a child was a fucking moron. Because, <laughs> man, that show is... Ooh. it's uh, it, it seems like it falls in line with a lot of the stuff that we talk about where the good stuff or the good parts are really good and the bad parts are not so great. Yeah, right? um... When we had Mac and uh, Tiffany on a few episodes ago about that, mm -hmm. I think Mac had the comment about the next generation is like, everybody remembers all the iconic episodes, but you can't really, sh you can't pick three random episodes and have them all be good at any point in the show or some, something right. like, like you can't string together three good episodes in a row. And he's right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah I, I, I remember. Yeah. I remember that, that comment and is something kind of adjacent where he was like, yeah, you can't watch like three in a row or something like that, that, that are good. Yeah. He's right. Uh, that said, I still love it. Picard's still the best. Yeah. Captain, oh yeah. It's... And it's still my favorite series despite its warts. Um, I've been doing that. I'm about a season and a half in, uh, kind of taking it easy. I'm not, uh, I'm not really a binge watch kind of person, so I don't really sure. do more than two, two episodes at a time. And even if I do two at a time, I feel kind of guilty. Like that's time I could have spent doing anything else. Right. Um, and it's hard to do with Star Trek just because they're so long. Yeah. Um, I mean, they're 45 minutes. So two of them together is that's basically yeah. like a feature film. Um, right. Which yeah. I'm over a movie guy. So it's like, that's a movie you could have watched, you know? <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, I've been doing that. I picked up the Resident Evil 2 remake. Oh, okay. I, uh, I meant, uh, Lindsay and I were actually looking for that at a target the other day and we, we couldn't find it. Um, yeah, so. I got it. Um, I got a digital copy. It was on sale. It might still be on sale. Actually. I'm not sure. Um, but I got uh, like the collector's edition or what, whatever they're calling it. It's the collector's edition. It's got all the DLC for it. Okay. Um, it, and it was like, 15 or 20 bucks so i was oh, like nice. okay I, I can't really pass that up you know yeah uh have you gotten a chance to get into it yet yeah i'm uh as far as game time like on the save file i'm probably like two hours in okay. um but i'm probably really more like 10 hours in because i restarted like four times because i kept getting like the shit kicked out of me because <laughs> like I, I remember playing the old resident evil games and i was good at them you know, I got, I got good All at right. them and I, I put this one in and I was like, um, <clears throat> yeah, it's basically like I'm 40 minutes into the game. I have two bullets, no health. Um, <laughs> and like, there's a pack of wild dogs after me. And I, was like, I was just like, this is not conducive to, this is not a tenable situation basically. <laughs> right. Um, I, I was playing, I played a little bit friday night um and i got to a part where it's like you use one of the like i think it's the spade key um you know to open up one of the the locked doors and 
Sure. I go through into the library and then I immediately get attacked by a zombie. And I was like, fuck this game. Fuck this fucking game. <laughs> <laughs> Just turned it off. And I was like, all right, this is That's much awesome. easier. And I was like 15. Um, <laughs> it's really good though. It's really, really well done. Um, no, I, I, I like it a lot. Yeah. I've heard it a lot. It's complicated. <laughs> I have a lot of complicated feelings. Uh, yeah, I, I've heard pretty much for the most part, nothing but good things uh, about it. And just in terms of it being a remake of the original, like they, uh, a few people have said that they took like the, the really good parts, uh, and, and pieces that made the original so good and, and kind of implemented it and then tweak the storyline a little bit to be just different enough yeah. to kind of not be just a a straight up 100% rehash of the original it's it's sort of like um a reimagining I guess um, right to me the way, the way I'm looking at it is this is probably what the creators had in mind when they did the game originally in what 1996 or 1997 mm-hmm. uh, but the technology wasn't there yet so right um it's probably more true to their vision or truer to their vision I would guess but um it's sure. uh, it's I like it a lot They've got Resident Evil 3 coming out, the Nemesis remake coming out here pretty soon. Mm-hmm. And I will also buy that and yell and cry, probably, <laughs> uh, about Nemesis. But other than that, I've just been trying to catch up on movies um, going back. I rewatched Event Horizon the other night, which um, does not hold up as well as I remember holding up the last time I watched it about five years ago. <laughs> no. No. In I... fact, it's uh, actively bad. Uh, so. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I, uh, I, uh, I still kind of like I actually watched that with my girlfriend uh, I don't know how I okay. convinced her to watch that but she uh, well, she, was, she was game for it and she watched it and then immediately afterwards she looked at me and was just like okay <laughs> man why are you doing this to me yeah so um, I'm gonna have to watch so many Disney movies to make up for that but well, <laughs> it was almost worth it you know well I mean there's worse things to watch that's true <laughs> question mark although well (laughs) (laughs) i mean debatedly so but you know whatever yeah uh and then one last thing that i've uh kind of with movies um i have not had a chance to watch it yet but i saw that uh color out of space was finally available on digital okay Um, so i'm gonna the the nicholas cage movie yeah it's the nicholas cage starring it's richard stanley um it's the uh of course based on the hp lovecraft short story sure uh i i don't really like i'll read reviews but i'm i don't really um i don't let those sort of cloud my judgment like if it's a movie i want to sure. see i'm gonna watch it regardless but uh right. dictate whether you're gonna go see it or not yeah exactly um but some of the things i've read about it are that it does a really good job of trying to conjure that Lovecraftian sort of horror, but sure. it makes some changes that like make sense, Yeah, which, you know, that story is probably a hundred years old or close to it. So I would expect them to be some, you know, yeah. some needed updating in, in yeah. some parts, but uh, I'll, I'm going to watch that and I'm going to probably like mm, weep. I'm going to say, I'm just going to be, I'm just going to, I'm going to weep with joy. Uh, but sure. yeah, I'm very excited. Is uh, HP Lovecraft one of your favorite authors or a, you know, a beloved author? He he exists in this like weird space for me where like, I love his stories, but he was, he was such a dog shit writer. Like (laughs) that dude was so fucking, he was one of those guys where if I could have had a chance to meet him, I would have been like, have you ever heard another person talk? Like ever? (laughs) Have you ever heard another human being speak? Because it seems like he hadn't. Right. Um, 
great mind as far as like horror and <clears throat> you know science fiction and sci-fi horror goes but just yeah. a terrible author if you've well, ever read any of his stuff you know exactly what i mean <laughs> i'm serious like it's a well-known thing where people are like i really like lovecraft despite his many flaws um, that's a that, that's a, a funny thing that I, i've mainly come across this in like movies and books but people willing to forgive like a significant amount of flaws or like one or two major flaws of a writer or director or an actor um especially when it comes to authors of, of fiction works where they're just um they <clears throat> like stephen king for instance like i mean there was a running joke in it chapter two where uh you know um james mcavoy's character couldn't finish a book uh properly like he wrote shitty endings that's what he was notorious for and it was an obvious uh jab at stephen king and and like he was even in even in on the joke when he had a cameo in the movie um so it's it's just funny to me how like uh, people will like have that level of forgiveness uh to uh because they're willing to or willing to acknowledge the fact that like the other half the good half is is good enough to make up for it yeah i mean i think that's definitely fair um there are a lot of things that i have a hard time overlooking and Mm -hmm. forgiving and i then you know that's true of a lot of people i'm sure they have a harder time some people have a harder time dealing with or forgiving what they perceive as flaws you know um Uh, I did see a great tweet about Stephen King, though, that it was like, Stephen King will give you a great work like The Shining, but he'll also have a short story that's like, what if your toaster fell on you on purpose? (laughs) 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 I'm I'm paraphrasing. That might not have been exactly it, but that's so true. I mean, like, you can name off the classic, like, King works, like The Shining and The Stand and Carrie Mm -hmm. and, and, you know, Salem's Lot, you know, and then um, there's also, like, overdrive or you know like yeah where the i think it's that's the movie but there's which is it's like a guilty pleasure movie but there's like the short story where it's like um oh the guy works overnight at the warehouse with rats spooky (laughs) (laughs) Uh, yeah i just recently went back and watched the uh that family guy episode the three kings have you ever seen that one I'm I'm not sure that I have no. It's it it's where they like do a a really quick version. Uh, it's I mean they're of course since it's only a 22 minute episode, they do like I don't know like seven or eight minutes for three Stephen King books into movie, uh, you know remakes in Family Guy fashion, and they do Stand by Me. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah yeah. Uh, I, I uh, seen this um. Oh, what was the second one? Um, oh, uh, Misery, this, what, and then the Stand Sha- by Me, uh, Misery, and Shawshank, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's right. And um, I was fucking cracking up at the their own little Stephen King cameo where um, Brian is, you know, what uh, James Con's character, and he, you know, he's driving, and he like, you know. D- can't see where he's going all of a sudden like he hits someone and it turns out to be stephen king and he does like a flip in the air and he like writes an entire book while he's flipping in the air like he lands on his feet and he's like done (laughs) yeah um king is 
he's no. He, I think that's a really good example where the good stuff he's done is really, really good, and the bad stuff you're like, you know what, buddy, you they're not all <laughs> going to be gold, you know? <laughs> yeah, and I think it's especially true for somebody like him because his career has been so long at this point, you know, carrying right, out yeah. in the seventies. Oh um, yeah. He's been I mean, writing he's, for he's such been a long time. active author for so long. Plus, just like the the breadth and depth of his work is like staggering. Oh, yeah. If you really think about how many books and how many short stories he's actually written and published, and it's just like it's kind right. of crazy. Yeah, yeah, it is. <clears throat> it is pretty nuts. Um, but it, it's also like from a. I I would never really call myself like a writer or creative writer just because I don't do it enough to be able to call myself even really a hobbyist, but. You know, I do enjoy reading his like little snippets after his like, especially his short stories books where he talks about like inspiration for each story, right. um, like the the full dark no stars book. Um, we might have talked about this on the podcast before, just maybe in regular conversation. But you know, he talked about his inspiration, like how he got uh, got the idea for all the the different short stories, and it's just really cool to. Uh, appear into like his mind in particular for like how he's able to take something for the most part pretty uh, ordinary or innocuous and like make it uh, really fucked up <laughs> be like what if yeah. this happened uh kind of like what you were saying like what, what if, if your the toaster, toaster was a, what if purpose. the toaster was like a killer coast toaster and it had yeah. a knife um yeah um i like i like king it's been a while since i've read <clears throat> excuse me uh read a lot of his stuff but there was a point in my life um when i was 11 or 12 up through when i was probably 20 or 21 22 um that i read any, anything king i could get my hands on mm-hmm. um and and yeah the good stuff is awesome and the bad stuff is cringe inducing <laughs> so yeah I mean, but you know they can't all be they can't all be great sure um well uh what uh what else um any anything else going on just for the most part trying to stay sane through this really fucking weird yeah, it's period strange, of uh, human history times man um I know. I'm, I'm pretty fortunate in that i can work from home so yeah, it, it hasn't too. hit me you know as hard as it's hit uh, some other people i know um mm-hmm. or you know you hear the stories about you know especially people in the service industry and the restaurant industry are just like they right. can't work so right yeah um you know, I consider myself really fortunate in that way. So I definitely encourage all of our listeners, if you have the means um, to to donate your time or, um, you know, donate money if you're able to or donate your time. I know I saw some some groups out there that were taking volunteers to, like, do grocery shopping for the elderly or for the infirm. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, so I definitely encourage that. Um, I went to the store earlier today and Jesus, God, it was like like mad max level shit basically it was kind of nuts Uh, yeah well i mean like the shit particularly uh, hit the fan you know like yesterday and today with like the the metro announcement for like stay the fuck home yeah yeah it's um it's strange times man in terms of like nashville is not even really one of the worst cities not even close like new york la san francisco seattle are all number one they have more cases and number two they have much stricter oh yeah stay at home guidelines than we do so um it's wild you know everybody stay safe out there um yeah i mean there's hands right yeah i mean there's there's really nothing that we can say right now that hasn't already been said other than you know that what 
definitely bears repeating, which is please like don't share anything on social media that you haven't liked either looked into or isn't straight from the CDC website. So yeah, man, that's something that kills me is like, I enjoy conspiracy theories as much as the next guy, but this um, isn't the time for that shit, but this is not the time for it. You know, like it's fun to talk about aliens. It's not fun to talk about the government trying to take over the economy by murdering millions of people. Yeah. Um, you know, if they're going to do that, it would not be this subtle. Yeah, no. I mean, this is like a fucking worldwide thing that's yeah, affecting, um, like, pretty much everyone. Yeah, so, I mean, I think you raise a good point. Like, be aware of what you're reading and posting and, and, and listening to in terms of knowledge about this. And, like, make sure it's from a reputable source. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of There's a lot of misinformation, and there's also a lot of disinformation. So, people that are posting things that are maybe true, but not quite 100%. Um, and then there are people that are like actively trying to mislead you. So, right. You know, just, uh, be aware of that. Stay safe, wash your hands, wipe your ass, call your mother and your father and tell them you like them. Um, even if that's a lie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, well, I think, uh, after this, we got some, some, uh, some interview, I guess, like guest appearances, uh, I don't know, basically the same shit that we do when we have guests on. Um, but it's i i think it's just going to be me instead of me and ted and it, there's just going to be like little short shallow dives basically recommendations of like how to stay sane kind of what they're doing and a few other things right 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 yeah we're just um it's i think we're calling it you know a survivor's guide to social distancing and you know uh how to yeah, you'd think we'd all be used to this Right, yeah, the, We're all it's geeks. <laughs> right, like it's what we've been training for our entire life. Right, <laughs> uh, but yeah, we're we're gonna have a, a, a few few people on. You know, I, I think maybe around three three to five or so uh, guests on, and they're just gonna be quick little like five to ten minute segments each, and they're just gonna update us on kind of what they've been doing, and just very similar to what Ted and I have been talking about this this. A short little segment so um yeah so definitely stick around for all the the preceding uh conversations with uh, these these old guests and um friends that uh have been on the podcast before or involved with the podcast in some form or fashion um, i think it's going to be um, fun to kind of talk to them and see what they're doing to buy their time in this weird time so yeah. so yeah um but yeah um you know uh, i get well i guess this isn't really a uh, an appropriate time to like outro the podcast because it's not an outro it's not the end we're not gonna we're not gonna do the thing what what thing the the, the cheesecake i don't know anymore. <laughs> are we gonna do the cheesecake <laughs> uh yeah well yeah we'll we'll go ahead and say you know be kind steaky he eat lots of cheesecake uh all right well yeah we'll uh st like i said stay tuned for all these upcoming little tidbits of uh shit and that that's the technical term i believe yes. um and we will catch you on the flippity flip will we uh i hopefully I'm, I'm, uh, yes hopefully that will be the case hopefully we will be back for more mundane mediocre content yes. mediocre <laughs> <laughs>
All right. Hey, everyone. Uh, so you got the uh, intro first with me and Ted. Uh, so now I'm going to intro my first guest, which is Julian Loomis. He was on episode, uh, I don't know, it was like a month or two ago he was on and uh, he talked about uh, fueling self-improvement through uh, nerdiness and all kinds of uh, cool fitness. And he is here to tell us about how he's been keeping busy amongst the craziness that is the uh, self-quarantine and uh, social uh, social distancing um hey julian how's it going fantastic <laughs> good to hear it uh you've been uh you kind of been surviving as best as possible i have been thriving and i feel like i'm the only one <laughs> well that's i mean that that's great to hear i mean it's uh it's nice to hear some positivity come out of um come out of all this it, it seems like <laughs> I, I mean i you know I, i'm not like saying oh everyone's being too negative but you know it's it, it's it's some crazy shit that's that's going down and hardly any of it is good so it's it's good to hear that you know there's still people out there that are able to you know kind of take it on the chin keep going keep some positivity you know what i'm saying i uh yes yes i was actually talking to one of my training clients earlier today um <laughs> about the fact that I I think I've spent so much of my life not knowing what was going to happen tomorrow or what I had to do to to put hand to fist or whatever that uh, I guess for lack of a better term shit hitting the fan didn't change that fact. Sure. Um, so uh, I think for a lot of people there is a sudden thing of like I don't know if my job is going to be there I don't know. Um, what I'm going to do, uh, for food or like the way I eat is completely different now. And I've either on purpose or accidentally leaned into the fear of not knowing what tomorrow brings. Mm -hmm. And so that, that doesn't change. That's just another tomorrow now. Right. Um, and so for whatever reason, I think that somehow uniquely qualified me to not freak out. If that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, that that actually makes a lot of sense. It, it kind of <laughs> it sounds like like just embracing the unknown, like instead of yes, like fearing the unknown, like realizing that there, like literally nothing is going to change uh, by like freaking out. Like it's only going to make it worse. So why not like right. you know t uh, take it as positively as as you possibly can, and you know accept that you can't change what you don't know is coming and just change how you react to those uh those occurrences that come down the pike whether it whether they be negative positive uh a little bit of both what what have you so yeah yes. it's, um, it's awesome that, yeah I, I i i never know what's coming down the pike and i think i've 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 built the habit of um being proactive and, and being able to pounce when opportunity arises. I feel, I feel like um, because I'm not freaking out, I see opportunity through very clear eyes, mm -hmm. um, which has allowed me to be remain positive and a source of calm. Um, I've uh, a, a, along with uh, maintaining as much contact with our, our clients as possible. So they don't go crazy. Mm -hmm. Um I've started uh, writing more comedy and started producing my own shows um, because oh, okay. uh, people need to laugh and have fun and not 
realized for at least like five minutes that the world sucks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and I, I feel like less of crawling into a hole and more like a call to purpose. I guess. Yeah, that's awesome. I, I've noticed the uh, the videos that you've been throwing up on Facebook uh, just to kind of switch things up from, you know, your your typical uh, exercise videos and um, uh, other other content on your page, which is, is great. Uh, but it, it's it's interesting to, to watch your other stuff uh, to, to see what see what you're coming up with. And especially during this period of time, which is so weird, um, something that we none of us have ever really seen or witnessed or lived through before um so it's it's cool that you know you're you're putting yourself in that position to kind of make things better for yourself and for you know your intended audience and anyone else who happens to come across your your content yeah i i i agree i i I, um i i think i I think my main my main idea was I I want I want to be able to practice what I preach, mm-hmm. uh, and even though I don't actually have less time, um, I I wanted to be an example for the fact that uh, for a lot of us we walk around saying that we don't have time to do the things we want to do, mm-hmm. um, and now suddenly a lot of us have time. There's a right. surplus of time, and and I think. Uh, I just wanted to to show people that you can do stuff with it, even if you suck, even even if you're not good at it, or you don't know what it's going to be. Um, and for me, it's it was uh, switching on a camera and uh, opening up a notebook that had jokes from seven years ago that I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, um, and just having a blast doing that. And then I got excited because I watched like the. Uh, the Tonight Show do a Skype interview and like Conan do stuff from his house with his wife being like, go to work. Right. <laughs> and I was like, yeah. hey, we're on even playing field now. I have a shot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we don't. No, that... It's not true. But that was kind of where my head went. Hey, I mean, like Conan, he is hands down my favorite uh, a late night show host of all time. He's one of like his, he, he doesn't, you know, of course specialize in stand up comedy. You know, he, he always had his, his monologues on his show, which were always great. Um, he has a fantastic team of writers. Uh, but he, he's always been like one of my favorite comedians just across the board. He's, um, his, he's so great. And his, his podcast is really funny as well. Uh, um, uh Conan, Conan needs a friend. Yeah. Yeah it's, yeah, it's it's very good. Um, yeah, uh, I actually, I, uh, I, I think I've been waiting for the perfect moment to tell you this because I, I thought you'd be so proud of me, but I, I wanted <laughs> to figure out what the, what the perfect moment would be to to let you know. And I think this is it because I, I have you back on the podcast, um, despite it being remote. You know, you you are <laughs> technically in the recording, so that's um, fair. So, so that means that you are here in some form yeah. or fashion. But last time you were here, the first time you were on the podcast, you uh, talked about uh, this idea of bef- uh, the not necessarily the quote unquote first thing I do in the morning after I get up out of bed, but but like before I go do obligations like work. Or, yeah. or or what what have you do something that you enjoy doing so that you are starting your day off on on that 
that kind of positive note with, with something that you really love doing. And I was like, well, this is a perfect time because I'm fortunate enough to have a job that lets me work from home. And I, so I, now I have a little bit of time in the mornings before I, you know, have to get up and kind of get at it is, you know, I, I have a, of course, a little bit more time now. So before I did anything, before I opened up my work laptop, before I made my cup of coffee, anything, I picked up my guitar off the wall and I played for like 10 minutes. Um, and I hadn't picked up my guitar previously in, I don't know, like maybe a month or two, um, which is quite a long time. And, uh, I gotta say like, it definitely set the tone in a, a very positive manner for the rest of the day. Um, so I want to say a quick thank you for that, uh, that suggestion that you uh, threw out there when you were on the podcast. That, that is awesome. Yeah. Uh, I would have definitely done the coffee first, but absolutely. That is amazing. <laughs> yeah. Well, okay. Well, if, if I have to be technical and if I'm remembering correctly, I think I put the pot of coffee on, I made the coffee and then I went to go play guitar while it was brewing. There you um, go. But now we're just splitting hairs. <laughs> but yes, yes. Yeah. that is actually, um, I, uh, I guess I don't make money off it, so I didn't officially coin it, but I came up with the term coffee pot workouts years ago. Oh, yeah. Uh, for where the idea of like you turn on your tea kettle or your coffee pot and you just like do push ups until it's done. Oh, okay. uh, then you've worked out, yeah. you can go on for the rest of your day. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, I uh, I might have to incorporate that as well. Uh, I mean, <laughs> might as well. Uh, but yeah, yep. like, you know, I, I did that, I, I think the first day, you know, I, like, I just had you ringing in my ear. It was like, Davey, you should, you should pick up your guitar or a book or something and do something you enjoy before you dive into work. Uh, and I was like, ah, you know, all right. And like I said, it, it really just like set the tone. Like it made me have like a, that much more of a positive like outlook on my day and a positive day in general. Um, and then I kind of followed it up the next day with like a little bit of comic book reading, uh, Yay! before I, I started working. So, uh, yeah, it, uh, once again, like, thank you for that suggestion. Um, you're, you're an awesome motivator and, uh, suggestion thrower outer. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I know that's the technical term that you like it to is. reserve for yourself. <laughs> that is yes. Yes, uh, it's my, what you have um, on your business my, card. Well, the, my my I think my my Twitter handle now says uh, Profe professional whirlwind of positivity. I believe yeah. is what it says. Yeah, yeah. And, and that is accurate. Um, but yet yeah, you've uh, you've actually been doing uh, some or or offering some remote uh, workout sessions. Yeah, isn't that correct? This is, yeah, we haven't even gotten to that part. Uh, so the reason I am I am not. Uh, working less, even though there are less people in the gym, uh, mm -hmm. is because I felt a call to action. Um, and I, I felt, um, and I, again, I was talking to another client today um, because they were asking about the gym being closed. Um, and I explained that the, the mayor said that all essential businesses must be closed. And I feel mm -hmm. like um, my focus of building and maintaining the physical, mental, and emotional well being of my community is paramountly uh, essential in times of crisis. So sure. I'm not, I'm not going to stop doing that because it stands against everything I believe in. Uh, uh, so um, we uh, had plans over the next, I would say realistically six months, maybe to start doing some form of remote stuff. Um, full time, uh, not full time, but like in integrated to something we offer. Sure. Um, 
And actually, right after the tornado hit, uh, my first my first thought was, we have power, but uh, economically, this entire town is done for at least two years, um, mm. and I and I don't want the boutiqueness of coming into a nerd gym to be what stops people from bettering themselves. Uh, right. So instead of six months from now, we started building a database of options and started throwing it out uh, for free as quickly as possible just to basically beta test it in a time of need. Um, right. And just, yeah, it's all 100% free. We're emailing weekly workouts that you can do from home. Um, and all this week, we are doing live follow-along workouts on Facebook Live at noon uh, so that people can like that are stuck at home can jump up in the middle of the day uh, and move around a little bit. Yeah, that that's a great time to do that. You said noon is that every noon day? Noon central time. Okay. What? Is that noon every day? In Monday through Friday, basically okay. like where you would take your lunch break if you're out at your office. Right on. That's awesome. Um, and and so you're you kind of just came up with this idea and you're using this time period as like your beta test to. Uh, see how it'll work, you know, going forward. Hopefully, when all this craziness um, and you know, self quarantine, social distancing uh, dies down. It it was more of wanting to find a way to help as many people as quickly as possible. Right. Um. And and um. It, because we had something in the works. Uh it basically allowed us to mess with it in real time and not be afraid mm -hmm. to mess up. Whereas right. we, and we may have like uh, done some testing behind closed doors to make sure it's all polished and pretty. Uh, we, we just opened it up to the public right away and it's completely raw. And every time there's been issues, <laughs> um, uh, but it, there was, always it was, is. yeah, again, it was, it was the call, the call to do something um, because right away we, we have a, I'm, gonna, I'm not going to say large, a small, but very strong following that mm -hmm. already with a solid job might not be able to physically be in our location. Uh, sure. and, and we don't want that to be a reason that we can't uh, help, people, uh, help people out. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, well, Julian, we're uh, we're kind of coming up on our, uh, you know, dedicated time frame. So you want to drop in a, a few little uh, call to actions if uh, for for anyone that wants to check out either your your remote sessions or uh, you know your gym just physically or, or get tuned into your uh, your digital magazine uh, yeah um, uh, Monday through Friday at noon central time on Facebook live we are doing lunch crunch 30 minute workouts um, I me or my wife Lydia jump around in front of the camera and you just do likewise Mm -hmm. um, also, I, if you need 15 minutes to forget about the world, um, I have a YouTube talk show that is called Not the News <laughs> that is semi-written and 100% uh, improvised. Right. So that math holds up. And uh, and so your, um, your, your Facebook uh, page and your YouTube channel, are they, they, they're both under Everyday Superhero Training? No. Um, the, oh. the Facebook, the, yeah, the Facebook is under everyday superhero training. Okay. Um, the, um, the YouTube show is on Julian Loomis. It is my comedy channel that I haven't used in 10 years. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, it, uh, the comedy channel is literally Julian Loomis. Um, it, the, 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 it's not on the 
gym channel because it is an example of me doing what I teach, not teaching others. Sure. Makes sense. Okay. Um, all right. Anything else you uh, want to drop in there real quick? Any other? What have you been doing? <laughs> what have I been doing? I mean, doing you played there? your guitar, which is awesome. I've, it's uh, like, is, that, is that part of your routine now that you're, you're stuck at home? Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, I've, I've definitely picked up a few things that I have not done in quite a while. Like I said, I play guitar. I picked up, um, one or two PlayStation four games that I haven't played in quite a while. I, uh, picked up horizon zero dawn. I've been playing the, uh, the frozen wilds, uh, DLC that was released. Uh, well, I mean, it's been out for quite a while now. Um, uh, and I just, I think I, I beat the game uh like a, a year or two ago and the dlc came out like shortly after maybe like two or three weeks after i beat it and i was just so done with the game at that point that i didn't want to have anything to do with the dlc so i was I just understand. like oh yeah i was just like all you know I'll, I'll get to it later when you know i i have the urge to play the game again and like i don't know if it's it's coincidence or what but like i had the urge to you know uh, to, to boot, boot it back up and play it uh you know right as this uh the social distancing thing kind of kicked in and i was like oh man like i really fucking miss this game like it's it's a <laughs> lot of fun so uh so yeah i've i kind of been just doing doing a couple things like that like that i i haven't really had time for plus you know making a little bit more time for for the podcast um I feel like I've kind of been slacking a little bit in terms of like social media stuff and things I should be doing anyways, like thinking of, uh, you know, podcast topics and, and whatnot, but we definitely do have a, uh, a pretty exciting slate of episodes coming up for April, which I'm, I'm really excited for. So, um, so yeah, definitely, uh, listeners, you know, definitely stay tuned for that. Um, coming down the Good pike. Well done. Well done. <laughs> right. Um, but yeah, that's, that's kind of all that I've been doing. So, so yeah. Wonderful. Awesome. Um, well, Julian, thank you so much for uh, joining us for, you know, a quick, you know, 10, 15 minutes of just gabbing about uh, things you're doing to stay sane in this very, very weird time that we are witnessing. Uh, you're welcome. I had a blast. Awesome. Uh, well, stay safe um, and uh, stay geeky and eat lots of mm. cheesecake unless you're lactose intolerant. Um, I, and, I am not. <laughs> or uh, if you're trying to stay away from sweets, which I also get. Um, I but, am also not. <laughs> good. Then uh, I, I think you're living life to the fullest, <laughs> um, at, yep, at least right now. It's a lot of fun. More people yeah. should try it. Yep. Yep. All right, buddy. Well, uh, thanks. Uh, thanks again for joining us and we'll, uh, we'll talk to you soon. Okay. All right. Thanks. All right. Bye. Griffin, how are you, buddy? Dude, I am okay, all things considered. <laughs> yes, um, I, I think that's the best that we can all be right now, is just okay. Like, I haven't really ran into anyone that's doing great, um, or, or super fantastic, um, but... I mean, the, 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 the floor is breathing, the ceiling is, haven't killed the, the people that you live with yet, so we're... Sure. 
So we're right there. We're right there at the ceiling. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, things. Well, I was about to say things could only get better, but I, I, I don't know if that's necessarily true, but we're going to, well, gonna I, mean, that, for... I mean, we're, that's what we're working towards. And that seems to be the case more or less. So that's great. But that's... I mean, hey, if you're that... not paying attention and you're just kind of sitting around waiting for things to get better, it feels like forever. Yeah. Um, well, I tell you what we're going to do. We're going to hope that things get better because that's that's definitely our goal. If it's not, then uh, you deserve a swift punch to the neck, I guess. I I don't know. Um, But Kirk, uh, what have you been doing to bide your time in this truly, truly weird uh, situation, uh, social distancing thing that we are all experiencing? Well, Animal Crossing is the thing. Yes, uh, I. that was actually a question I had lined up for like basically everyone that uh, volunteered to come on. That was like my first question, like, hey, are you playing Animal Crossing? Because yes. like, I have to live vicariously through all of you. I don't have a <laughs> Switch yet. So, yeah, uh, I, dude, you got to hop I, in I, on that. Like the Switch is one of my favorite gaming systems ever. Yeah, uh, it, it, it it's very funny that we, like, one of the very first 10 episodes that the podcast did was, you know, Nintendo Switch gimmick or game changer, um, and it was, like, right when Nintendo had, like, their big announcement, and we were wondering if it was actually going to be a thing, or if it was going to kind of be a quote-unquote flop like the the wii u but it fucking is dominating oh yeah Um, yeah i mean it's it's completely like changed my perspective on what a handheld gaming console can do and the fact that all the games that are currently available for it just from like third party and and nintendo's party by itself means that Mm. like i can just like the ability to just pick up and go play a game in my bedroom and then seamlessly go put it into its port in the living room and right. then just have it like be on the screen without any kind of like rough transition at all. It's just, right. just mind blowing. Yeah, that that is a common denominator that everyone has said that that has a switch that like the ability to do that is amazing and it the the Nintendo Switch's capability of handling that transition like I guess te- technology-wise yeah. is actually pretty seamless. Um and it's it's great to hear like I mean from you know a, a Nintendo fan perspective uh it, but also like you know, as, as someone who eventually, you know, they have plans to get a switch at some point in time. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah and it's, it's and it's a system that I recommend like any casual gamer get too because right. to, because of its portability and because of its user friendly use mm. and just how how it has a little bit of something for everybody and you don't have to worry about complicated subscriptions to be able to navigate like the play store and to be able to download games and you don't need you know a long-term subscription to get the most out of it like with xbox or playstation where you have to have a subscription that you pay by the month as opposed to by the year in order to get the full services that you want out of it yeah yeah exactly so how are you liking animal crossing so far Okay, so I will fully admit that I was not original player of, like, 
of Animal Crossing for like the Nintendo DS or any of its sure. like earlier iterations, just because. Yeah, wasn't like, it? Wasn't it like? Uh, didn't it make its debut on the GameCube? Uh, yeah, Ga- GameCube, like one of the very like earlier Nintendo systems. Yeah. I can't remember which one off the top of my head, but like when like if you came to me like back in the day and told me hey, do you want to play a game about owning a house and being in debt and working a job to pay <laughs> off said debt and interacting with your neighbors? No. I could no, just I don't want to play The Sims. Do that. But now I get it. <laughs> like, like yeah. having, having like picked it up and having enough friends encourage me to give it a try and with how nice this new game looked, I was like, yeah. Why not? I'm stuck inside all day. What else right. am I going to do? And I gotta say, it's pretty relaxing. <laughs> yeah, that's that's what I've heard it, it, from from several people. You know, conversing over the interwebs, they they all say like, you know, I, I want to know how it is, and you know, they of course there's always a few common answers like. Uh, the game just overall is kind of hard to describe you just have to play it uh but they they also say that it's super relaxing like you can yeah. like just do whatever you want like you can just chill yeah uh, and that- i'm like that's that's kind of like i can definitely see what they mean when when they say you have to just play it in order to yeah fully like, understand what the game's about yeah like the best way that i can describe it is that it's kind of like a grinders fest for folks that just love to pick up quests and just grind for materials and components and to craft things and to build out and to customize your character and the environment that you're around, but you're not doing it through battle and you're not doing it kind of like Minecraft style where you have to eat to survive and you have to build your own shelter and you have to go explore this map to you know, do this and you have to worry about like creepers and things like that. Like the most right. terrifying thing in the game is a tarantula. And <laughs> like for, for, for all of those folks that are afraid of spiders. Yeah. That's going to be like a big deal, but sure. But like the fact that it syncs up in real time and it's just there for you to make your own neighborhood and go hang mm-hmm. out with your friends while you're building furniture and uh, planting trees and just collecting money to, pay off a house mortgage like it sounds <laughs> like why would i want to do this but it, right but it's fun yeah that's all i yeah, can it, say it's just it's fun yeah the the way you describe it makes me think of that episode of the office where like dwight is playing second life and he yeah. has like a second second life inside yeah. the game <laughs> and jim's like oh he has a second second life for uh people who want to be even farther removed from reality <laughs> Yeah, it, it's it's definitely kind of like that. Yeah. Um, so is, is that pretty much the only thing that's been kind of keeping you busy is uh, playing the the all Vidya games? Or yeah, I mean, I've, have been, you playing, been... I've, I've been playing lots of Vidya games, uh, stuff that's been kind of sitting in my queue, either mm-hmm. unfinished or haven't started. And I've been catching up with shows. Uh, we... Uh, me and my roommates were getting our roommate Jesse through watching uh through Yu Yu Hakusho because he completely okay. missed out on that somehow. Okay. So we're so we're correcting that. Right. Uh, but yeah, other than that, been playing games, been trying to catch up on on backlogs of shows and movies and 
just kind of keeping nose to the ground and ears up in the air as to how right. things are going. And uh, yeah, you know, yes, not, not really much to be done when you're forced to stay indoors. Right. Yeah. You, you kind of, you, I feel like everyone once day, at least, at least once a day, you, you poke your ears up. Uh, you, you search the uh, the Google machine, be like, oh, is shit still terrible? Hmm, yeah. Looks like shit's still terrible. All right, go back in my hole now. Yeah. Um, I'll, so it's I'll like a little what, game though, of gopher. Like the, the weird side effect of all this that I've been finding is that whenever I have to go out for essentials like going to the grocery store, mm-hmm. like if I see f- folks that like are in like groups of three or more, like I immediately just kind of judge them a so- little bit. <laughs> Yeah, uh, that that makes sense. Like, it, it's weird because, like, you would never, like, think about that before and how, like, it's almost like going out and going shopping, like, sure, you try to keep, like, a, a nominal distance from folks that you don't know if you're not there with them, but it's even more so now, and it's, like, even just going outside to get the mail and seeing people walk down the street, like, you become just right. so much more... Aware, aware of who's yeah. around you it's it's weird yeah it, it really is weird like i mean we like we've been going on a lot of walks lately like we'll um we'll kind of pick you know for those of you listening that don't live in nashville or the the, the middle tennessee area which i think it's very few and far between but for you that don't live here it's been raining pretty much non-stop since like two years ago yeah um, <laughs> and, and but like it's it's like florida where it's like non-stop but you'll get like 30 minutes of freedom where you can yeah. go outside with no like heavy jacket uh like rain repellent jacket um and so we've been going outside and like we'll still run into our neighbors who will be also playing outside taking advantage of that you know quick uh you know hour or so of sunshine and like we'll we'll still talk with our neighbors we'll you know keep a safe elbows distance um but you know there's there's only so much like isolation you can do really is um before you just uh, you, you run the risk of going all Jack Torrance on people yeah. and, and you really don't need to go like, Hey, Wendy, I'm not going to hurt you. I'm just going to bash your brains in. And you know, right. no, no one really needs that in their life. No, like, and it's, it's kind of like this weird look that you share between people as you're walking past. <laughs> like, right. Like, I don't, like, I don't know if you've experienced the look yet, but <laughs> like it happened to me the other day while I was out, like grabbing groceries or at least what i was trying to be able to with how okay crazy right. things have been stocked up but like yeah i was like over there in the meat section and mm-hmm. the only meats that there were there available were like your flank steaks and like your roast beefs and like the really yeah. big stuff that folks don't really know how to cook and right like i'm just perusing through my options and like there's there was a lady that was coming up to check the same thing as well. And, you know, I gave her a breath of distance and like, sure. there was a brief moment where we shared a look with each other <laughs> while we were like looking at like this, like five pound, like roast chuck beef, like that you put in like at a pot roast. And right. the best way that I could describe this look is like the knowledge of this is fucked up. Please don't <laughs> cough on me. <laughs> Oh God, am I holding eye contact too long? Gotta go back to appraising the price of this. And like, right. it was just like in, it was a brief second of communication, 
but like you it felt so awkward <laughs> <laughs> right like the this new level of awkward that you never really knew that you would be feeling ever at all yes um like and it like I, i'm i'm assuming it wasn't like the last uh like pot roast that that was no. available like there was multiple okay so it wasn't the awkwardness of like you know you're gonna dive in for the last one yeah you're like leave, leave uh, this like no this like i wasn't hanging. trying to like size her up or anything and figure out like how many punches would it take to keep <laughs> her down before i could grab that and go like it right. wasn't anything like that. That was over like in the toilet paper aisle. But uh, sure, yeah, yeah, you but, gotta gotta be ready to drop some elbows in the toilet yeah, paper aisle. Yeah, but yeah, it was just this weird like nonverbal communication that we sometimes have with people that I can say that you would only normally experience with someone that you're really close to that you can have right. the, that just kind of looks and know exactly what's going on. But this just happened while I was just trying to find food to eat for the week. And <laughs> I, and I've thought to myself, this will hopefully not be the new normal, but <laughs> sure. I wouldn't be surprised if it became the new normal. And so I'm really curious to see what's going to happen when all the quarantine goes down and we try to get back to like seeing people on a face-to-face -face basis. Right. I wonder yeah. how many social like, coots are going to be broken just sure. out of sheer like excitement for being able to actually see and touch somebody outside of the folks that you regularly room with yeah i think nashville just might up and fucking explode with like friendliness like you thought that nashville was the most friendliest city in the u.s beforehand like we are going to explode with just like joyfulness like it's it's fucking Christmas every goddamn day. <laughs> like, yeah, and, and, and speaking of Christmas, like, guess how many like November and December babies are going to be coming? Oh, <laughs> yeah, th those have been some of my favorite like coronavirus memes. Like, I mean, granted, I'm not saying that coronavirus is something to laugh about, but you know the the memes that are coming out of this yeah, you know, no, unfortunate like, situation is you know that's the one that's definitely laughable is yeah. like we're all in quarantine and you know what what are the adults gonna what do we, what are we gonna be doing a whole <laughs> lot of fucking <laughs> with yeah, no protection dude, like it's, yeah it's it's gonna be so smelly dude like like it's, the, I, I yeah. can, I could just see the, I could just see like the smogs just being able to cut through a knife by the time <laughs> that the end of April comes around. It's yeah, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be weird. I, I think as long as this period doesn't last like too long, like you know, if it if it runs until like maybe the end of April or, or maybe even May, like I think that that'll be fine. But if it ends up being like you know, several months. Um, yeah, it, it might be a little weird when, when things like quote unquote go back to normal. Yeah. Like I've, I've been trying to tell people like be, be hopeful for end of April. Don't be surprised if we're doing this June and well into July. Right. Yeah. Like there's, there's really no reason why any of us should be like making plans under the assumption that this is going to like, fix itself or become better like you know or, or just like oh we'll find a find a cure or like a you know they'll they'll come up with a vaccine like yeah. it's, I mean, it's not that simple I, i'm not a scientist yeah. uh uh but um 
Yeah, I know that they're fast tracking the process as fast as possible in terms of like a a vaccines concern. And they've been trying (laughs) all types of like different existing treatments to try and help out. And there's been some that have been successful in parts of like Germany and South Korea and China and, and places like that, where they've come up with like drug cocktails that seem to have worked in treating the symptoms at the very least. But as far as like a proper vaccine, like, yeah, like the fast track is like a year, year and a half. So yeah, I I think our best bet is just to stick with this quarantine thing and flatten the curve as, as they say, yes. Um, Just, just kind of fucking snuff it out. Basically is just our best bet to not even rely on the hope that we'll, we'll come up with some sort of vaccine. Like would it be an excellent and nice and convenient to have a vaccine? Absolutely. Uh, But is it going to take a lot of unified work amongst our fellow um, earth people? Um, Absolutely. Um, yeah, and I I I don't know about you, but like a year, maybe a year or two from now, I I'm looking forward to the the inspired like media that we're going to get just from this. Like I wouldn't be surprised if we saw another spike in like zombie movies. I wouldn't <laughs> be surprised if like we get like a quarantine <laughs> remake out of this oh, whole mess right. and just like yeah. the amount of the amount of just like creative juices being sit and stifled at home that's people are exercising just out of boredom and out of sure. necessity is going to be very interesting. Yeah. Um, around this yeah. time next year. Yeah. Uh, I mean, and speaking of movies like that's, that's going to be really interesting. Like, you know, there, there's a, a couple movies that were either headed to theaters or like just debuted in theaters that uh, that are already getting pushed to digital yeah um like i, I think uh that that new horror movie uh hunts or hunted or, or uh, yeah. you know what i'm talking about yeah the, um, yeah like the hunt i think it's called yeah yeah uh there, there was that and then that's like jane austen like book movie yeah, remake emma. where's yeah emma, yeah, emma. and emma then there and, uh, wonder woman is probably going to get pushed to digital and uh amc has closed all their theaters for the time yeah. being but they're pushing Re- like a lot of their releases online too like sure yeah it's yeah we're seeing already a dynamic change in the video release market and how mm-hmm. movies are released to the public and i guarantee that's going to be stuff that's going to be carrying forward we're still going to go want to go to the movie theaters for right that novelty <laughs> experience but exactly but yeah. like it's going to be a lot faster getting movies from theater into our homes onto streaming services. I think from this, right? Yeah, it's. Uh, I think you're right. Like things uh, going forward a- after, and hopefully this you know craziness all dies down. Uh, it's. I think we're in for a a shift of some sort in the way that we um, we get our media delivered to us you know whether it's you know shortened uh, movie times like the the time the amount of time that they spend in in theaters or uh maybe the the rate that uh, you know uh, how netflix is doing right now where they're basically buying movies before they can really like hit the theater circuit yeah you know they do they do like sundance and and con and and stuff like that and then like they'll get bought by like sun uh by netflix or amazon prime and and they'll uh they'll be released that way so i'm interested to see if that 
like we see a, a even bigger spike of stuff like that when we learn exactly how uh, things uh, fare out with uh, yeah know, watching think, stuff this way. Yeah, I think uh, I think the the the, de- the delivery platforms are going to be picking up from this very much, and I think that. Uh, studios might take after the Netflix model a bit more where they're uh, buying out movies and and uh, producing movies to be uh, just straight to digital release as opposed to making a round through the theaters. And I think other like platforms, not, just not on like movies and games and things like this too, are going to be utilizing just more forward uh, delivery, delivering on just direct to the internet as a result of this and like the um the like the video conferencing market is going to be seeing a huge boom for this oh yeah and that'll be great because we still don't know how to make it work seamlessly (laughs) (laughs) yeah uh i mean there's i mean there's a bunch out there to choose from but i i think the this this period of time is going to be a good indicator as to which of those platforms out there work well and which definitely do not work well. Um, I, I think like Microsoft is going to see, uh, see a big bump, like especially with the, the usage of Microsoft teams. Yeah. Uh, like uh, I, I know, like, I, I, I don't know if Skype is being phased out or if they're just going to like stop supporting it eventually and doing updates uh, and, and it'll still be a thing. But like, I know that they're pushing Microsoft teams as the quote unquote new Skype. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, yeah, I know my, stuff that like micro, that. Microsoft teams. I can see, um, stuff like zoom and mm-hmm. hangouts and, uh, I wouldn't be surprised if Discord uh, starts incorporating a video function sure. pretty soon, since they already have the uh, the chat room server mm-hmm. game marked down pretty well. Uh, right. Stuff like WebEx, Slack, uh, folks like that are going to be yeah. uh, definitely folks to watch out for in the in the upcoming years to, to see how they uh, how they step up the video conferencing game and how we all connect with each other and doing like remote sessions and right. And things like that. So it's definitely an exciting time from like the technology standpoint. Yeah. And these are yeah. all just kind of good distractions to keep on your brain while you're processing <clears throat> everything that's going right. on. And it's, yeah. Yeah, it's, for sure. It's one of the important things that I think that we have to do is just still live life the best that you can with the stuff that interests you and st- definitely try to stay engaged so that way you're informed but don't oversaturate yourself to the point of panic because if you're panicking then you're buying out all the toilet paper and (laughs) and you don't want to be that kind of asshole no you don't want to be the panic buyer that gets all this all the tp and everyone's left with uh using old dish rags or your cats if right yeah that's yeah that's no bueno Um, no bueno yeah, but uh, yeah, I uh, very well said, and I think that um, that's actually a pretty good place to kind of put a bow on this and wrap it up. Um, yes, but yeah, Kirk, thank you so much for taking a few minutes to kind of uh, remote in here and and 
give us the skinny on what you've been up to and how you've been preventing yourself from going a little cuckoo. So, well, it's always, it's always a pleasure chatting with you. And especially since we've got all this time in the world and nowhere else to (laughs) go to do it, uh, you kind of forced my hand there. So good job (laughs) on your part, buddy. But uh, I know I really know how to leverage the, uh, the old um, social media uh, and then peer pressure. Yeah. You know how to wrench a guy's arm behind his back and then press him down to the floorboards and make him smell the turpentine as it were yes if there's anything i'm known for it's physically and mentally strong arming people um, yeah, into I mean, doing things that i want I mean, little do all five foot right six now seven. that you're doing this right now i can just feel the the, the muscle memory <laughs> of the last like arm hook that you put me in when we were last right. in the studio together and all oh, the spasm yeah. Oh yeah, and, and I mean, and even right now, I'm like force choking you, like like fucking Kylo Ren or some shit. It's, I know, it's very <laughs> difficult to say. Yeah. Oh boy. Yeah. All right. Well, um, like I said, Kirk, thank you so much for for making a quick uh, remote appearance. I appreciate yeah, it. And me. uh please uh, do your best to stay sane, and we yeah, will definitely talk too. soon. Yeah. Thanks, you man. Too. Appreciate it. We'll talk to you soon. Yes, sir. So, hey, Zaylee, how's it going? I'm good. How are you? Good. Um, of course, uh, we, I haven't, I've been doing a really shitty job so far with these little mini interviews about like introducing my guest, but uh, I'll, I'll, I'll do a semi-decent job with introducing you, although you don't really need much of an introduction. <laughs> you were, um, you were on the podcast. We, we were actually just discussing this, trying to figure out exactly when that was. It wasn't that long mm-hmm. ago, back in January or February, but you were on with um, your friends, Miser and Rachel, and we talked about mm-hmm. anime and being an independent <laughs> artist and all that fun stuff um so uh yes thank you for taking uh you know a few quick minutes to to come back on in this remote fashion and uh, <laughs> chat about how fucking weird things are right now oh yeah. <laughs> yeah um so what have you been doing have you been playing animal crossing hmm? i though one of the main reasons why i haven't bought animal crossings yet is because I don't know what to name my town. So. <laughs> that is a very specific reason to not. <laughs> uh, I mean, I'm sure it's not a reason that is super abnormal or alien. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like a lot of people share that a similar sentiment. But uh, yeah, uh, from an outsider looking at, like, I have to ask everyone, like, have you played Animal Crossing? Because I have to live vicariously for everyone because I don't have. <laughs> A switch yet so um yeah i like i said i, I kind of have to ask everyone so it's it's perfectly fine that you don't have one yet um i'm not <laughs> going to fault you for it because i would hope that no one would fault me for it as well <laughs> this um, is a safe zone <laughs> right yeah uh so if you have not been playing animal crossing what have you been doing um in order to not go stir crazy and get a horrible case of cabin fever well, actually, I still um, work because I'm a delivery driver. Okay. So I'm still working at Panera Bread. 
So okay, cool. Mm-hmm. So you you actually get to like get out of the house and 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 work and like yeah. A, yeah. So so like your your day to day as I guess as far as work goes hasn't really changed much. Um, you would think that we would be getting a lot more deliveries, but it's right. kind of been the opposite actually. Like. I remember I waited at work for like two and a half hours and like the moment a delivery popped up, like everybody in this store got so excited. <laughs> wow. That's, that's kind of crazy. Like, like you said, you think that uh, w- with the, uh, cause the, the dining option is pretty much not an option, right? It's, it's yeah. just deliveries. Yeah. So you <laughs> think that people would be uh, like going crazy for the, the, mm-hmm. the delivery since that, is I guess the only option, but um, it, does your store have a drive-through? No, no. We uh, right now we're just doing like delivery and to-go orders. So okay, right on. That's cool. Um, so what have you been doing in your in your downtime? Uh, been playing any video games or uh, any arts and crafts or reading? Um, I've been playing a lot of Mario Kart and Yay. Pokemon. <laughs> cool. Right on. So. That's cool. And then, and then I've been like writing down some art ideas, like big art ideas, I guess, to work on in case we do get laid off. So, <laughs> in case really terrible shit happens, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um, I hopefully it, it won't come to that, but um, mm-hmm. I, I've actually been pretty fortunate where my my company uh, is in my role in particular was already kind of set up to where like I could work remote if I needed to. Mm-hmm. Um, so it wasn't that big of a deal for my, my company and our office in Nashville to just like be like, Hey, tomorrow until the unforeseen future, we're all going to be working from home. <laughs> and we're going to hope that this isn't really fucking terrible. Um, mm-hmm. And so far the overall experience has been fine. Um, I mean, compared to what other people are going through, um, especially those infected, uh, my situation uh, 100% com- uh, pales in comparison. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so um, I I feel like I'm I'm pretty pretty fortunate. So mm-hmm. um, so yeah, uh, what uh, have you been kind of? Uh, I, I guess you really haven't been hanging out with uh, Rachel or miser at all uh you guys still kind of like chatting and stuff oh yeah we do like um like discord group chats a lot and then yeah. since they all have animal crossing they've been like exploring each other's <laughs> towns so. sure that's cool mm-hmm. um yeah uh you you mentioned that you've kind of been uh thinking up and brainstorming some some big art ideas anything mm-hmm. that you want to share or anything that you've been working on recently um well I kind of want to start getting into like making stickers so and um I remember like a couple years ago I made this like giant like Nickelodeon like splatter but I don't know if I can say it but it says the word cunt on it and I've been thinking (laughs) of like shrinking that down into just a little sticker (laughs) that's awesome it just says cunt yeah (laughs) I uh like if you if you make those I will 100% buy like 50 of them from you mm-hmm. because up until this moment that's a sticker I didn't know I needed 
<laughs> I, I will for sure be your first cousin. <laughs> Thank um, you. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know if you have you ever heard of the the cricket machine? I have not. Okay. Um, you should if you're into um, or looking into making your own like crafts, especially stickers. Like this is a, a really good machine uh, that's like kind of multi-purpose. Think of like a uh, a 2D printer, um, but has like a, a stylus that can like cut out things. So it can like cut out uh, fabric patterns. Um, it could also cut out um, like stickers and stuff. So it would be perfect for for stuff like that. But it it's a little on the pricey side. Um, I think it's about three three fifty. Um, so. Yeah, it's definitely something that you want to get if you if you have like a lot of ideas or, or you feel like you're going to spend a lot of time with the machine. So, but definitely definitely check it out. I'll I'll send you the link for it after we're done recording, so you can kind of take a look at it because maybe it's something that uh, could be of use for you. Hell yeah! Yeah, um, my wife Lindsay has one and mm -hmm. uh, she loves it. Uh, oh, you, you know, I, I showed you uh, when you guys came over. I showed you all those. Um, like Marvel stickers that uh, that she made. Mm -hmm. do, do you remember those? Oh Which yeah. Ones? Okay. Um, yeah, she made all those stickers with um, with the that machine. So nice. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So it's it's pretty cool. Pretty multi purpose. So. Mm -hmm. So yeah. Cool. Um, well, anything uh, anything else you'd like to share? Um, other than. Uh... Tip your delivery drivers as much as <laughs> yeah. possible. Treat them. Well, I guess treat any uh, working person mm -hmm. with respect, especially at these moments. So, Yeah, I, I've always been a huge proponent of tipping more than the suggested amount. Um, mm -hmm. A lot of that is because I got my foot into the 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 job world if that's a, a thing or a phrase that people use uh, my, my first jobs were in like the food and beverage industry like I was a server and bartender bartender for a really long time so mm -hmm. uh, I know firsthand uh, as well as you do how hard and underpaid or how hard you work and how underpaid uh, the job tends to be um, and especially right now when business is uh, unfortunately not booming. Um, mm -hmm. So yes, I'll, I'll echo what you said. Um, if, mm -hmm. if you're listening and if you're ordering food to go or, or, or uh, whatever you're doing for food that requires like delivery or drive through. And if they accept tips like tip mm -hmm. and tip heavy, uh, because <laughs> um, yeah, they, they need it uh, just like, just like everyone else does. So mm -hmm. yeah. But yeah, um, Zaley, thank you so much for for taking a few minutes uh, of your, your evening to to kind of remote in and uh, check in. Um, it's been mm -hmm. kind of fun to do these little mini recordings. Um, <laughs> it's a, it's an interesting change up from like the super long podcast that I tend to do because mm -hmm. I'm very long winded. Um, <laughs> so uh but yeah like i said i appreciate it thank you so much for for coming mm -hmm. on and um sure. hopefully once all this blows over we can um schedule a time for you and rachel and meister to, to come back on the show um in either yeah. another, another physical or remote capacity mm -hmm. um, and talk about anime some more or talk about really anything else um mm -hmm. uh, I, I'm, I'm sure we could come up with something <laughs> Yeah. 
All right. Well, um, thank you so much. Like I said, uh, and uh, take of care. Of yourself, okay. You too. All right.